So I would say biggest takeaway from this episode is just to take a look at your website and see where you are right now. Do you have a homepage? Do you have an about page? Do you have a services page? Um, and kind of going over some of the, the tips and tricks from today, looking at your homepage. Do you have that hero statement right at the top where people can um, you know, get to know you a little bit more what you do? Are you attracting and repelling people and directing people to the right pages on your website? Looking at your about page, do you have a photo of yourself? Is the bio on that page more focused on you or is it connecting with your ideal client? And then looking at your services page, do you have like kind of that more traditional services page structure? Are you using a sales page structure that goes into more details and has multiple call to actions and just thinking a little bit more strategically about your website? Hello and welcome to the Badass Wellness Coach Show. I'm your host, Didi Hoffman, and today I'm super excited to be joined by Julie Ralston, a website designer for health and wellness professionals and also the founder of Jules Design. Our topic today is one that a lot of new solo pra practitioners struggle with. It usually starts with, should I have a website? And once you've made that decision, it morphs into total confusion about which pages to have which then morphs into frustration and overwhelm about what to include on each page. Ask me, I've been there. And Julie is the perfect person to answer those questions and to give us clarity on what works and what doesn't in the wellness space. She's been designing websites since she was 13 years old. And those of you that are watching this with me on the, on the video will agree she doesn't look a day older. And she is <laughs> super passionate about the topic. Wellness is also a passion of hers. She almost made it to nutrition and she was a green beauty blogger for some time, which is why she likes working with health pros. Julie, welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Didi. I really appreciate it. And that was a great introduction. I think I definitely look a little older than that, but thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Julie. Please give our listeners a 30-second, as I like to say, a Twitter links bio of exactly what it is that you do. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. And you gave such a great introduction. I feel like, you know, you probably have a good idea. Like uh, Didi said, I'm Julie Ralston. I started making websites when I was 13 years old. I've always had an interest in it ever since then. And I've also always had an interest in health and wellness. They've kind of always gone in tandem together. And that's why I love working specifically with health and wellness professionals. Now I had my green beauty blog where I talked all about holistic living and self-care and skincare and all of those kinds of things. And that really led into why I like to work with health professionals today, because you guys are the ones making this amazing impact in people's lives. And I love being a part of that. It gets me really excited and I want to help your businesses to grow in the way that I can. And that's with website design and tech health. So that's what I really do today. I created my signature service, the wellness website method, just for health and wellness professionals. And that's my custom website design service where I take my um, clients through a journey to really avoid website overwhelm so they can stand out online and book more clients with their website. So I do that mostly through strategy, design, development, and messaging help. So it's kind of an all-encompassing uh, holistic website design experience, which is what I like to call it. <laughs> I love that description, holistic website design. It really is, it's so in tandem and so resonates with what all of us do. 
and yeah, the, the, you know, the, the, the technological overwhelm that most of us face. Uh, but we'll get mm -hmm. to that in, in a minute. Your favorite quote. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, is there is no failure. You either win or you learn by the late Nelson Mandela. Tell me more mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, that was a great question that you asked too. Um, I love quotes. It was hard to even pick a favorite. <laughs> I was like, oh no, what do I even pick? But it is a great quote. And I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, at least we get caught up in the idea of failure and worrying about failure. And for health professionals, a lot of times they want to launch potentially a group program or, or something new. And they're afraid of that failure that could come along with it. You know, what if nobody joins, or I only have a few people or this or that, but at the, in the end of the day, the worst case scenario that you fail might not actually be that bad because in the end, you're going to learn from that failure. I've certainly failed in my life before um, my business, actually the very first time I launched it in 2011, it failed my business. And I went back to work um, at a design agency, a local design agency, and, and learned a lot from the experience of failure and then also working there. And of course, you know, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur, I wanted to relaunch my business ultimately, but I learned a lot from that. And at the end of the day, it really wasn't a bad thing. I learned a ton. So uh, it's a great quote and really mm -hmm. resonates, I think, and is a great way to live. And it resonates with me as well, because as you know, I'm from South Africa and Nelson Mandela was from South Africa. So it's a homegrown yeah. quote. I just love that. That's so a, true. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's a commonly held belief about business websites that you passionately disagree with. Tell us quickly, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I have heard a little bit in the just like entrepreneurial space that maybe you don't need a website when you're first getting started as an entrepreneur. And that always kind of um, bothers me a little bit, I guess, when I hear that, because a website is really your business's online home. And it's going to be that first impression a lot of times that you're making on people. So maybe they do find you on Instagram or they meet you in person or some kind of social media site or something. But a lot of times they're going to click that link in your bio and go over there. And if what you have is a Google form or something to work with you and you don't have your website, well, that's going to kind of leave a little bit of an unprofessional look. So just having a website and really having that professional storefront so that you're inviting people in to get to know you better is going to really help to lead to more conversions in your business. And you're ultimately leaving clients, you know, at the door. I feel like if you don't have a website, something out, out there, it doesn't have to be this custom website where we're working together necessarily. If you're just getting started, that might not be the best thing. You need to hone in on your niche and really figure out who you're working with first, but it's good to DIY it, invest some time in your business potentially at that point and, and create something. <laughs> Oh, it's interesting. I'm always, and I love what you're saying now, because I'm always amazed by somebody expecting me to pay a high ticket price for their coaching or whatever. And all they have, only way I can check them out is on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, and, you know, for mm -hmm. me personally, it just doesn't gel. You know, I want to see that your business, because it's an online business, actually has a home out there. 
Yeah, it does. It gives you credibility. I totally agree with you. And just having that website, it really does. It gives you that credibility that you're a legitimate business, that you know what you're talking about. And it's a great place for you to share all of the information, all of those questions that your ideal client might have too, before working with you. Julia, you believe that there are three pages that are essential to have on your health and wellness website. So what I'm going to do, you the expert here, I'm going to hand the microphone over and the podium over to you. So let's start with page one. Okay. Well, there's definitely, yes, the three pages, and we'll get into those that you're going to want to have on your website. And I would love to share that with you and some more details on it. But the other pages in your website, they are going to vary um, a little bit, you know, depending on your business's needs. So it's good to think about like, the goals for your website and kind of simplify your navigation overall, because we don't want to have too many places for people to click. We want to be really intentional about where people are clicking so that they're going to those most important pages, which are the three I'm going to going to talk about today. And the first one, I'm sure a lot of you already know, because you really can't have a website without it. And that's a homepage. You need to have somewhere for people to land, to be welcomed into your website. And I think when we're talking about a homepage, it's really good to think about the purpose behind it. And that really is to welcome people, people that are not your ideal client. And the reason I like to focus on that on a homepage is because you really only have a few seconds when someone comes to your website to grab their attention and keep them scrolling. So that's really the goal is you want to grab their attention, keep them scrolling, and then get them to click somewhere. We don't necessarily want them to just stay on your homepage and leave your site. We want them to either uh, scroll down the whole page and click somewhere or click immediately to a different page where they're going to get that information that they need. So once you have them sort of on your homepage, um, you're going to want to like strategically lead them down through um, almost like, um, I don't want to say a funnel, but like you really want to think about like your goals for your business and lead people to those pages. So that's what I like to do with my clients is kind of ask them, what is your business's number one goal? What's your goal for the website? And then a a few, maybe two to three secondary goals of places you'd like people to go, but it's not super, super important if they go there. So for a lot of clients, for instance, they want to lead people to the services page, or they have a new signature program that they're launching. And that's going to really be the focus for your business. And it's okay. If this number one goal changes, it's going to change as your business does. Maybe you, you know, want to grow an email list or something like that, but wherever it is, that's where you're going to want to guide traffic to the majority of the time. And that's where you're going to want to kind of set that importance on a homepage too, of where you're going to, going to send traffic. And then I'm happy to also share, you know, a few maybe general things that you can put on a homepage that are going to be really helpful to kind of build that connection. If you think that would be helpful too. Yes, please do. Please, please. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I would say on your homepage, the most important section is going to be that very top section, um, which I like to call the hero section. You might've also heard of it as above the fold or something along those lines. And that's really that place where you're going to be letting your ideal client know that you are in the right place. I'm here to help you uh, stay here. (laughs) Basically, this is a great site for you. And then also kind of repelling those that maybe aren't a great fit. 
that's okay. We want them to leave. <laughs> they're not your ideal client. So ultimately they're not going to want to work with you and that's okay. Um, so it's good to kind of attract and repel people right there at the, the top of your website and let them know just like a little bit more about, you know, what you do, who you help and kind of sort of your elevator pitch. You could think of it that way. But the purpose of the section is really to keep people scrolling to the next section, or you could have a button there for people to click right there and kind of meet your goal. So that's how I like to structure that top section. And I generally for health and wellness professionals like to include a photo of you here too, mm -hmm. to build that connection right away. So that people can, um, really resonate and see who they're working with, see the face behind the brand. But of course that does depend on the, the business and kind of what you're offering and that sort of thing too, design wise. I love that. I love, I love the attack and the repel. <laughs> oh yeah. Because that's, that's just plain bottom line. That's what it is. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, of course. I'm happy to, to share any details about websites. I love talking <laughs> about it. Sometimes I feel like I just get so excited talking about websites that like, oh, I can just go on all day. I should probably pause. <laughs> But it's, it's a really fun topic and um, homepages, especially, I feel like a lot of times can get cluttered up. I've seen that mm -hmm. a lot of times on people's websites where you feel like you need to put anything and everything on there. But the reality is it's much better to really get back to those goals for your business. So where is it important that your ideal client visits on your website? Is it more important that they go to your services page or your blog? And the answer to that is going to be different for different business owners. Yeah. But it's good to really like think about the strategy behind it. And that's why strategy is super important to me when I'm working with my clients, because it's going to be different for everybody's business yeah. and a homepage just needs to direct traffic to the right place at the end of the day. Cool. Cool. So that is a homepage in a nutshell. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely love it. Um, so if I'm, if I can boil it down to starting with you start with your strategy, make sure that you sort of lead people through it, but also make sure that you that that it's simple because I visit a lot of health coaches and wellness coaches. I visit a lot of those websites, and most of them are really, really there is so much to do, uh, and then you have a pop up, and then you have a you know, two or three, um, it's just, it's just, it becomes very hard to navigate and decide actually, you know, where should I go first? So if I understand you correctly, Julie, that mm -hmm. you actually design the website, the homepage in a manner that leads the visitor to the main outcome first, the main thing, place that you want them to go. And then mm -hmm. you also include sort of the, the two or three sub, sub, outcomes if they don't go to the main outcome. I'm correct in that. Oh, yes, exactly. You've got it. That's exactly how I like to design the websites. I think it's important to really meet that primary goal first. And just like you said, I've gone to a lot of websites too before where there's so much going on. And the problem with that is your ideal client doesn't know where to click. Yeah. And as a website designer, I like to really create a journey for my, for the website visitor, that's going to lead them to the places the business owner wants them to go. 
because that's really the important thing is you want to send them to those pages that you want them to go to, not just to, to see anything and everything on your website and throw a bunch of information at them. We want to be really strategic and guide people to those important pages. Yeah. You know, it's like somebody, a new person, a guest that you've invited into your home, you don't want them to get in, come come into home and go directly in the bathroom unless they've got a need for that. You want to go them to go into the living room or wherever, you know, the kitchen where you want to go and sit down and visit with them. The next yes. page. Yeah, what's the next page? Um, so the next page is your about page. And this is the page that I feel like a lot of people set up once maybe on their website and then they never look at it again. <laughs> and um, the, yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That's really common. Almost all of my clients have said that. So you're definitely not alone in that. <laughs> but, but, Julie, just, um, but it's just, an important page. Yeah, but just to interrupt, I think it's for me personally, it's the hardest page to, to create. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, go, go, go on. Do you, do you think that is just because like you have to talk all about yourself and stuff like that? Cause that's what a lot of my clients have said. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, it's, I, yeah, it's for me, it's very difficult page. Mm-hmm. It is. And there's a lot of writing a lot of times involved with it. So there's a lot to say, so I can understand why it's a difficult page. And a lot of times when it's hard, we don't want to ever go back to it again. So I totally understand mm-hmm. that you're like, Oh, it's set up. I don't have to do that again. Great. But it is an important page. And it, if you look at your analytics, a lot of times it is going to be one that people are visiting a lot. And that's because it's an important place for your ideal clients to build connection with you and your story. So a lot of times your ideal client isn't going to come to your website and be ready to buy right away. They're going to want to get to know you first and understand a little bit more about you. And that's why they're going to go to your about page. Like, who is this person? Who's the face behind this brand? I want to learn more about him or her. Um, So it's going to build no like and trust. And that's really what the goal for an about page is going to be um, so that you're converting curious site visitors into paying clients at the end of the day, it's going to help you to do that um, so that they can connect with you on this page. So what I really like to focus on, on my clients about page is um, thinking about their story. So kind of taking that uh, traditional bio away. So you're not just sharing all of the details about yourself. You're sharing more. uh, So not like your qualifications necessarily, or not just like you can share your qualifications and education. That's fine, but not sort of just like, oh, this is what I've accomplished. This is what I've done. And going into, you know, making it all me, me, me. We want to also focus on your ideal client and bring them into the mix. So why did you start working with the clients that you started working with? What makes, you know, you, why are you the best person to help them with their pain points? Um, That's going to be really how you want to sort of make this story section work. And the great thing for a lot of health and wellness professionals is that they got into health and wellness because they were struggling with something similar to what their ideal client is struggling with now. So maybe you're a health coach who works with people with gut health and you also had gut health issues. You can share how you felt at the beginning of that process, kind of take people through that entire story as a and how you got to actually helping people now with their gut health. And it will of course touch on your qualifications in there. You're going to be mentioning those things, 
but it's better to tell that really um, interesting story that's going to keep people reading, especially with long blocks of text like that, versus just making it a bio and kind of talking about all of the different things that you've accomplished and stuff like that. So try to talk more about your ideal client in your bio than yourself, if that's possible, or make it something they'd resonate with. That's going to be really helpful. And then design wise on your about page, always include a photo of yourself. That's really important. Um, again, to build connection, I'm pretty much going to say include a photo of yourself everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. I think it's important, um, particularly for health professionals, because your clients are going to be a lot of times getting kind of vulnerable with you yeah. and sharing some really informative things about their health. So it's good to just have a person they can connect with and see that face behind the brand. So I think that's a really key thing to have on an about page too, as well. And then after that, after kind of that bio and about page, you can really just have some fun with the rest of the page. If you want to share things you're interested in or um, places you've been featured, that kind of a thing, that's totally fine. And I've done some really fun things on websites with that. Um, You can do little fun checklists or even use like personal photos sometimes. Sometimes my clients want to get more personal Um, I've done like handwritten note graphics. So there's really fun things you can do. Or I know on Instagram, it was really big for a little while to have those um, polls where you could like circle things you like Mm -hmm. and pick between two things. So you could do a graphic like that and have that on there to just let people get to know you a little bit more. Those are things that are nice to have, but not necessary, Mm -hmm. but they are fun and they do make it a little bit more personal. So it's fun to have fun (laughs) on your about page. (laughs) Now, look, it's so great to hear you say and hear you iterate one of my passions, and that's the storytelling. Uh, and your, your clients need to know your backstory because that's how they relate. They, they need to know that you have empathy for, for mm-hmm. them and for where they are. So I really love hearing it from you as well. The next page. Yeah. So the next page is your services or your offering page. So this one, I like to set it up as more of a sales page format. So one of those, um, you've probably seen them for courses, membership sites, things like that, where they're those longer form sales pages that scroll for a while. You've got multiple call to action buttons. And basically the reason I like to do my sales pages or my, my services pages in that sales page structure, even if you are offering a service or a small group program is because it really helps to answer all of the questions that, or a lot of the questions that your ideal client is really going to have before they hit that book now button. And it also focuses less on the like things that are included in your coaching package. So again, going back to that health coach who works with gut health, instead of focusing on, this is a three month coaching program and you get 10 zoom calls and a nutrition plan and this and that you're focusing more on the value that your program or your service is going to provide to your ideal client. And that is ultimately what people want. They want to know that you are the best person to help them with their pain points. So that's, what's so great about a sales page versus more of that traditional services page structure is it's going to be more focused on your on connecting and resonating with your ideal client by leading with their pain points, letting them know like, Hey, um, I see you, I understand you are these the things you are struggling with right now? Do these things resonate with you? You're kind of hooking them to continue scrolling. 
And then you're actually introducing your offering, painting a picture of what their life's going to be like after they work with you, sharing the value that your offering has before you're getting into those kind of nitty gritty details, because that's really Mm -hmm. important to build that connection and let people know like, Hey, this is, this was made for you. This is great. (laughs) This is that, that my signature service that I put all of this work into. And I really think it could help you with the things you're struggling with right now. Cool. I love that. And, and again, you know, I help students creating and building blockbuster. We call it a blockbuster offer. Uh, and oh, okay. most, mostly an entry point offer, you know, to get somebody into the business. And what we focus on a lot in there is, first of all, the problems and then the objections. And we try and frame it in such a way that when you make your offer to your client, that you actually answer all those questions and that exactly to use your words to make it a no-brainer for them mm-hmm. so it, it absolutely ties in but i've never thought about making my services page a sales page so i really love <laughs> that because um, i'm a left brainer so my services uh-huh. pay, my services pages is block i do this block i do that block i do that you know? so, right yes <laughs> that's what the traditional page is for yeah, sure that's yeah. exactly what it usually so, looks like yeah, so i love it but can i ask you a question in other words yeah you, you will you will have a service page per service for those that have of us that have more services so i would have two or three services pages then That's a great question. So it kind of depends. So if you have maybe three coaching packages, but they all solve the same problem, they all have the same value, but maybe you have a three month, a six month and a nine month option on that. In that kind of scenario, you could put them all on the same services page and share the value and kind of just have options towards the bottom. Like I have these three options, you know, click this button basically to find out which one's the best for you, fill out an application or do a consultation call, something like that. So you could do them all on one page in that sort of scenario. But if they're separate offers that have different values, then yes, I would put them all, I would give them all a unique sales page. And you could do potentially more of an overview page, um, which would be similar to like what you have now, more in that services page structure. Maybe you're giving a little bit of information about them. And then they click over to that full sales page to get more information. Now, I just want to interrupt here for a second because we're in sunny South Africa and we, the area we live in is we call it the high felt. And we, at the moment, are experiencing an electrical thunderstorm. So I see, oh. we, I see the video is going a little bit slower at times and there might be a lot of background noise that the microphone picks off, but just, you know, for you guys, that's life in Africa. You know, we have to, we have to contend with this. We call them summer thunderstorms and they're fierce. They're really fierce, but anyway, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love them. You know, some people hate them. I love them because I believe that, you know, thunderstorms, one of the things they do, they put a lot of nitrogen back into the, into the air that can go into the, into the soil and yeah, all those positive ions, et cetera, et cetera. But that's a story for a different day. Julie, let's wrap this up. What is Well, your... that was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap this up. What's your big takeaway from this episode? So I would say biggest takeaway from this episode is just to take a look at your website. 
and see where you are right now. Do you have a homepage? Do you have an about page? Do you have a services page? Um, and kind of going over some of the, the tips and tricks from today, looking at your homepage, do you have that hero statement right at the top where people can, um, you know, get to know you a little bit more, what you do, are you attracting and repelling people and directing people to the right pages on your website? Looking at your about page, do you have a photo of yourself? Is the bio on that page more focused on you or is it connecting with your ideal clients? And then looking at your services page, do you have like kind of that more traditional services page structure? Are you using a sales page structure that goes into more details and has multiple call to actions and just thinking a little bit more strategically about your website. And of course, if you need any help, I'm here for you. Um, happy to design your website, take it off of your plate. So you don't have to worry about it anymore and avoid all of that website overwhelm. Awesome. I love that. I love that. That's a very nice summary and a very good reason why people should actually listen to this episode. Can I ask you a favor? Can you pop me an email with a few and example websites that I can include in the show notes? Of course. Two or three websites so that our listeners can actually go and look at what you've told us today, how it looks in practice. Yeah, I would be happy to share that. I'll share a few of my client websites, my website too, just so you can take a look at what I'm talking about, particularly with that sales page structure, because I think that can be a little bit hard to, you know, maybe wrap your mind around a sales page for a service. And just to clarify, it doesn't have to be like as long as one of those course you know, sales yeah, pages out yeah, there because yeah. you're not going to have bonuses and things yeah, like that, yeah. but really like focusing more on your client's pain points, the value, and then sort of the process is going to be really helpful and having a few call to action buttons still so that it, you know, it's a decent amount of length. is going to be helpful. Julie, any final words of advice for our listeners? I would just say, if you're feeling overwhelmed with your website, you don't have time to deal with it. It's a great time to outsource. That's really when it's a good time to outsource your website. If you're feeling like I want more clients for my website, my website's not converting. That's a good time to look into hiring somebody to help you out with your site. If you're just getting started in your business and you don't have a website yet, definitely going back to what I said at the beginning, it's time to create a website. You can definitely DIY your website. A lot of times when you're just getting started, you have a little bit more time to devote to that. And I would say getting started with a pre-made theme is really helpful so that you can kind of take the design aspect out of it and just focus on more the messaging and strategy. And hopefully this episode helped a lot with strategy. I think it will definitely, definitely. <laughs> you have a free workshop for our listeners. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So speaking about strategy, that would also be a really helpful thing to get started on. If you're wanting to dive into website design a little bit more, if you're looking for ways to build, know, like, and trust with your ideal client and convert, you know, curious site visitors into paying clients, I made a completely free workshop called the simplify to sell, um, website workshop that's up on my website, toolsdesign.co. And it's just, you enter your email, you can watch it's an on-demand video. So anytime you want, and you'll get a lot more information about website strategy and the things to put on the different pages of your website and also ways to simplify your site so that you're not kind of cluttering up your homepage or your main menu with tons of things. Where can our listeners connect with you on social media? 
So I'm mostly on Instagram. So my handle over there is at Jules Design Co. I'd love to, to hear from you. If you came over from this podcast, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. And I love chatting with people in the DMs over there. So send me a DM. Let me know you came from here. And then um, you can also find me on my website, JulesDesign.co. I have a podcast myself called the Go-To Wellness Pro Podcast, where I have guests come on to share, you know, about building a professional health and wellness business. And then I also talk a lot more about website design and tech and all of those kinds of things over there. So that's a really fun podcast as well. Now on your podcast, I've listened to a few episodes. You talk about all the stuff that I tend to run away from. <laughs> and, and that's why all I that actually, design and tech. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I enjoy it. Julie, thank you so, so much for sharing your knowledge with us today. We wish you only the very best and may your business grow and prosper beyond your wildest dreams. Oh, well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. There you have it, my dear wellness friends. Another badass episode packed with information to help you build your own thriving high-impact coaching business. Please go and visit Julie's website to enroll in a Simplified to Sell website workshop, connect with her on social media, and go and listen to her podcast. I'll provide all the links on today's show notes page, so simply hop on over to badasspreneurs.com forward slash podcast and you can see access everything from there thank you so much for listening to the badass Preneurs wellness coach show please make sure to subscribe and rate us everywhere you listen to podcasts including apple Podcasts and spotify and the great thing about spotify is that there's no need to leave a review just stop tap the five star rating and you're done it's super easy and it really helps me a lot the best, my dear wellness friend, the world needs our health advice. Let's go and share it with anyone just showing a tiny spark of interest. And I'll see you again in the next episode.